This is a Hot Pie Original. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Inhumane Podcast, a Hot Pie Media Original. And you are listening to part two of Pornhub, the pimp daddy of them all, um, part two. So if you haven't listened to episode nine, please go back. Um, it's a really great intro of what we're talking about today. We're going to dive, dive a little bit deeper. Um, so check us out. We're about to get started. Okay. So thanks for coming back. And I want to talk about a really popular uh, case. Um, it got a it got a lot of media attention, and it is from um, a company. It was called Girls Do Porn, so GDP, right? Girls Do Porn, and there was a sex trafficking operation with Girls Do Porn. Now they were content partners with Pornhub. Okay, so there is a relationship, a partnership there. Now, <laughs> this is what just ugh, it. it it just makes my blood boil that there were videos, right, of trafficking victims that were monetized and distributed all over the place. And as of October 2020, just that was just not that long ago, as of October 2020, well after MindGeek, the company, uh, the owners of, right, Pornhub, they knew that these were victims of human trafficking. Yet, Anyone can still, when they're on Pornhub, they can go look up hashtag GDP, hashtag girls do porn and get over 300 videos, get over 300 videos still to this day, even though they know that girls do porn was sued by over 50, you know, 50 women. Um, and they were trafficked, like it was an actual operation. And I'll tell you, the FBI, they stated that men, the men behind Girls Do Porn, they lured young women, okay, and mostly all these women were like struggling college students, and they lured them with modeling jobs, okay? They lured them with modeling jobs and then tricked them into porn. And I bet you're saying, I mean, how how dumb are you? Because I hear this all the time. Like, how dumb are you? Why would you do that? Well, these girls actually submitted applications for modeling on. Um, I know there was one website called like beginningmodeling.com. I don't know if there was others, but. So there was an advertisement, right? There's an actual site, all this good stuff that looks legit. And to be honest with you, we're kind of grooming people, right? We're grooming our youth to be models, to be influencers, to sell this, sell that. So why would that be foreign, right? Why would we look at that like being dumb or not careful? <laughs> like we're literally grooming them to, to, to do this. So, um, so anywho, they, they, they did that. They, uh, submitted their application. Obviously somebody called them back. Um, and here they were, they were promised that this would be their like comfortable start in the, in the modeling industry. And unfortunately that modeling job turned into, you know, a porn shoot and whatever the specifics are of that. But that is what law enforcement has stated. 
And so I ask you, who's responsible, right? Is it just girls do porn that's responsible? Or is it also their partner, Pornhub? Can you really just say that only one party, right, is responsible? Like Pornhub, I mean, they manage, um, they're managed by them, but by Pornhub, right? Girls do porn. They're partnered. So if they're partnered, aren't they somewhat responsible? Because in a regular partner, business partnership, right, both of you have ramifications. Both partners do. So I don't know how they continue to get away with it and we as society allow them to do so. Um, now, like, so, and, and really like, think about this. So we're like, okay, their videos were put up there. Law enforcement found it. The end, not the end. It does not end for these women. Does not end. Like these women have to see their videos play over and over and over for millions, you know, to see. And this doesn't even include the images of the videos that are downloaded because with Pornhub, you get to download videos. So now that video belongs to you and you can watch it for your lifetime. You can share it on God knows, only God would know what, what site you would share it to. So it does not end for them. And for some reason, we think that that is okay. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, so, so let me put it in an, in another perspective, right? So let's say, uh, you know, somebody and they were raped or they were forced or there was some coercion or they were manipulated in some way. Um, and it was your daughter, your sister, your cousin, your brother, because it's happening to boys and men as well. Let's not forget that demographic um, or any loved one in some sexual act. Right. They were manipulated. They were forced. They were raped. Any all, any one of those. So and let's just say the perpetrator was not convicted. There wasn't enough evidence or whatever, whatever happened, because we know that happens a lot. So they weren't convicted. However, they continue to show up in front of this person, your loved one. They show up at the house. They send letters. Um, maybe they show pictures to that individual, to your loved one, showing the act that they, you know, encountered together. What would you do? What mindset would your loved one be in? How would they be able to move forward? What would you call that? I mean, I'm sure most people would be like, well, that's stalker status. Yeah. But isn't that person re-traumatizing them day after day after day after day? Absolutely. 100%. So what do you think these videos are doing? What do you think these videos that they get to download at their own free will, right? The users do. And there was no uh, consent. There was no consent that my body, my face, that act could be up on this, on this uh, titan of a company on Pornhub. Yet it keeps getting showed over and over. And after I sue you, people can go look it up and it can still be there. Or if we're in, you know actual going through legal proceedings and it's still up. 
who is responsible for that? How are they not like, how are they not canceled? How are we not canceling them and allowing this to continue to go, you know, on? And, you know, I I just don't understand society sometimes. And again, going back to that word fickle, how are you going to be fickle? And how are you going to be okay to shop with companies that advertise on Pornhub when they know that these women are being sex trafficked on there? When they know that there are images and videos of children on there, how are we okay with shopping with these companies? Because I'm going to tell you what, and I'm going to, I'm going to say something. I mean, we're just going to get real, real quick. And for the past two years, you had all of these companies, many companies, many huge, huge companies join Black Lives Matter. And you saw they, they, they supported, they said, hey, community, we hear you. And we don't think that this should be happening as well. So we're going to hire more diversity and inclusion and equity, right, um, personnel and make that a priority. And that's, um, you know, I was in the learning and development field. I still am. So I know where that is going. Right. And it's all over the place. And so I'm hoping that companies aren't just checking a box, but it's real. Um, but they stood in like solidarity, right? And so you saw the black squares when they had the blackout and all over social media. And you have so many organizations jumping on board and saying, well, don't support this company. Stop buying from them because they're racist. Um, you know, and then let's go to uh, Pride Month, right? LGBTQ. All these companies change their uh, change their profile pic on from LinkedIn to Twitter to, you know, Instagram, all over the place, and they stand in support and solidarity, and they call out other companies and they call out organizations and they call out people. And so I'm asking you, where are you? <laughs> where are you when it comes to sex sales? Where are you when it comes to this? this titan of Pornhub and they continue to re-traumatize these sex trafficking victims. Where are you for that? And if you are watching porn and now you know that this is what they're doing, what is it going to take for you to stop? What is it going to take for you to boycott and say, yeah, nope, not going to do that anymore. Right? Like, I just don't understand. And I, and I know our society believes that we're living in like this golden age of uh, sexual creativity, like an erotic renaissance, as I mentioned in episode one. I, I get that. Like we've never seen before. But this type of really mentality and belief really contributes to these companies like Pornhub that are committing crimes against humanity. They are partaking, they are partnering, and they are also responsible. Um, now, I hear this all the time when with, with people, they're like, well, again, sex is consensual and she's an adult, like she shouldn't have put herself in that situation, um, so on and so forth. I hear it all day long, right? Young people, they shouldn't be drinking, um, you know, 
there's been so much evidence of like, well, she was flirting with him the whole night, then she took him upstairs or so on and so forth. Like you hear it all the time, right? The victim blaming kind of deal. Um, she should have been smarter than that, right? Don't believe in these promises. Um, <laughs> but to be honest with you, isn't pop culture kind of responsible for that as well? Like we're showing them all over the Grammys, all over any social media that you see. It is all about sex. Because sex sells. It's all about fast money. And not fast money drug wise, but porn is the new drug. So shouldn't we be treating it just the same? Because like, oh, God, no, I can never hang out with a drug dealer. But I can hang out with porn people all day long or people who watch porn and contribute and sex and so on and so forth. And I'm going to put that on your lap right there because I think that that's like you can't tell me you can't look at it from that angle. You can't look at it through the eyes of someone who their video is up there without their consent. And people get to watch it over and over and and, and enjoy it. When that person is is dying all over again inside. Like I just, you know, I think that obviously is what hurts. I know my heart over and over again is that they, they die inside just every time, every second that, that those videos are, are up. And again, who's responsible to take take it down? Um, so the other thing, Pornhub put out a report, right? A couple years ago, and they were very boastful about it. And what they didn't realize is they basically kind of told on themselves. <laughs> so they claimed that they have moderators viewing every piece of content 24 seven. So if that's the case, then how is it? that there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of sexual content with children in it. How is it that there is thousands upon thousands of videos of, of women getting raped, just straight up raped on there? How is that possible if you have all of those moderators? So you have those moderators. So that says... And that should tell all of you listening, and I really want you to spread the word on this one, is they are 100% content okay with profiting off of rape, sex trafficking, sexual assault, drugged-induced, right, uh, sex, spy cams. They're 100% okay with that because they have moderators watching it. And they don't take it down and they don't report either. Like what? What do you mean they don't report? <laughs> I'm like so confused on, you know, like on that part. Um, now, there's a lot of conversation as well. Because I think most of you are probably thinking, well, you know, a lot of times 17 year olds, they look older or, you know, she was dating an older person and he videoed and now it's up there. Now that person's 19 or what have you. It doesn't matter. The legal age is 18 for a reason. So we can't 
start justifying and playing with the age like this just because we don't want to have that hard conversation and because we don't want to make changes for ourselves, right? Like, we can't, like, where is that conviction for just human life? Like, we can't be, like, I live in a city that's very much about, like, peace and love um, kind of thing. But if your actions contradict that, then why shouldn't you be called out on it, right? And why shouldn't Pornhub be called out on it? Why shouldn't be porn being called out, period? A couple episodes ago, right, I really called out porn and watching it and what does that do to your brain? So here, now we're seeing the dirty the dirty of it, the inhumane pieces of Pornhub. Um, so in, in the anti-human trafficking uh, space, I don't know, maybe like a couple years ago, since then, um, we'd been talking like, yeah, this amateur porn, like it's just going to grow in internet wise, it's just going to blow up, right? Like it's going to be the number one, um, probably like 2024. Like that was kind of the prediction. Well, with the pandemic that threw that forecast completely out the window. Right. And it is just skyrocketed with amateur porn. Um, it's everywhere. And People are trying to make money, whether they do it themselves, which I'm going to I'm going to say, like, what a privilege. Right. Like this past year, we throw out the word privilege so much, but it's always about the color of our skin. But I'm going to say what privilege you have that you choose to put your videos on there. When hundreds of thousands of women and children um, do not have that privilege that was taken from them. Their consent was taken from them and someone uploaded it and Pornhub is not taking it down. So amateur porn has skyrocketed and Pornhub decided to do a little contest. And it was an amateur porn contest. Again, right? All you need is a all you need is your uh, camera on your phone or your iPad or whatever it is. So they basically uploaded all of these amateur porn videos without checking if these were minors. So they caught, I, I don't want to say they got in trouble. It was more that there was a, a New York times piece on them that, you know, they wrote about them in some investigations. And so when you're telling me and we're debating and saying, oh, well, you know, that person was 17 or, Hey, it was probably just, you know, a handful of uh, videos. No, Pornhub decided to delete 13,000 videos that had images of children on there. 13,000. What would happen to you and I if we had 13,000 images of child rape? What would happen? They're going to throw the book at you as they should. So why isn't it happening with them? And why as society are we not demanding that? Because you saw what happened, like I'm going to circle back, with just Black Lives Matter, companies started moving mountains and they're hiring all these DEI kind of, uh, you know, positions because they want to show that they're taking it seriously. So what are you doing about humanity, period, right? What What are we doing? How are we allowing them uh, to continue to do this. Like, I'm just, 
I cannot comprehend and I, I'm lost and it's hard for me sometimes to articulate because I'm just confused on how we don't demand. And so fine, if you didn't know anything about Pornhub, now you do. Now you do. So what are we going to do about it? Because we can't keep allowing this to happen. Can't. So I'm going to tell you about another case real quick. This is another really popular, um, and I don't mean popular, obviously, in a positive way, but it was all over, um, you know, all over media. Now, <laughs> let's see. This is a this is a trigger warning. OK, so when we say that there are child images on there and we want to focus in and just think that it's 17 year olds because some people can fathom a teenager having, you know, intercourse, but obviously not under that age. Yeah. Um, child or Pornhub, you can find uh, rape videos of children at the age of three. At the age of three years old. So why are they not behind bars? Right. Um, so that just should give you some perspective because we kind of make exceptions when it's teenagers and we think it's just teenager, you know, rebellion or it's just um, how teenage life is. They're exploring. But no, they have three year olds there, too. And it shouldn't make a difference if it's three or they're 17. They're still under the age. So let's see. Um let me tell you about this 15, this 15 year old, uh, where is she? Hold on one. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm just, uh, and the reason I'm looking, cause I'm trying to remember how many, how many videos, oh, there it is. Okay. So Pornhub is a tech giant. So I know we just think porn, 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 but really they're a tech giant. Porn's just the content but they are a tech giant, okay? Now, how is it that this, that a 15-year-old Florida girl, okay, she was missing for a year. She was missing for a year and there were 58 videos on Pornhub that showed her getting raped and abused for a year when you are a tech giant like Pornhub. Her mother actually got a tip. Someone had contacted her mom and said, hey, I saw your daughter on this video on Pornhub. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to missing children, on one hand, okay, thank God that someone saw that. And um, she was, right? She was rescued. Um, but still, on the other hand, how did Pornhub not, not find that? How did not only the man get the, the man, right? He went to jail and he was convicted. So why is Pornhub not convicted for the same for the same crime? Because Pornhub profited off of those videos. I think it's like 35. Yeah, 35 percent. Pornhub made 35 percent for the sale of her 58 videos and everybody else's. Right. So if they're making that money, this is where I say that they are this digital pimp and they're the biggest pimp daddy of them all. Why are they not getting convicted just like the man did? You be hard pressed to give me all of these justifications. And I'd love for someone to do so. But that they are a digital pimp. 
And that's what I call a, cul- a culprit, a contributor, and a responsible party. And you have a lot of attorneys that are, are taking that same that same angle. Now, let's go back to the lower age group real quick. Within minutes, you can type in children, right? Or under the age of 12 or 12-year-old or 14-year-old, like all these tags, whatever. Within minutes, you will get hundreds of videos that pop up with children. <laughs> That's a problem. Huge problem. Now, the Titan of Pornhub, they are actually hiding some of these videos. And I don't mean that hiding in a good way. Like, I'm pretty sure you're thinking like, oh, well, good. That, that's what they're doing. So at all times, like if you if you worked with children, um, you, you are mandated, right, that you have to report if there's any sexual abuse or assault or neglect or anything like that. You have to report it. So Pornhub is not reporting it. So listener watchers or consumers of Pornhub, you can see in the comment section, they'll write like, she looks 12. She looks under the age or he's, you know, he looks 14. Like, so they're typing that in. Hey, this is children. Um, Whether that's a positive or negative, I can't speak for the individuals, but they're writing those things in the comment. So why isn't Pornhub's algorithm red flagging that? And this is, I'm going to go back to, they are a tech giant. You are fooling yourself if you think that they are porn and they know nothing about tech. Wrong, wrong, wrong. They're selling our data. Um, They are a tech giant. And just like most tech giants, they censor when they want to. They take action when they want to. And we as society have to stop protecting them because, again, they're not gods. (laughs) And I don't know why we're treating them like such. Because here in the real world, if you and I were to do those things, we would be convicted and go to prison, hopefully for life. And then who knows what they're going to do to you in prison for doing harm to a child, right? So why are they getting away with it? Um. There was one thing I wanted to uh, to mention real quick is, <sighs> sorry, just it like I just think right of a of a fifteen year old and this happening to them, and and a, and a three year old for sure, right? But and and again, don't don't take this the wrong way. That three year old, if they are still physically alive and okay. Their features start to change, right? And more likely that three-year-old's not going to look the same like when they were 15 and then when they're an adult. Yet these 15 and 14-year-olds that this is happening to, in these primitive years, them seeing themselves on these uh, videos, what do you think that does to a person? (laughs) Right? What What does that do to a person? And then we think... I mean, and let's and let's be honest, right? Most of us, um, when we grow up, we're like, okay, let's go down this path, this path. I can live in this kind of house. My kids can go to this kind of school. Um, these are the things that we're able to afford. If we grew up on the wrong side of town, then how do we get out of the wrong side of town? So on and so forth, right? We, we 
people think like that. And so when you're grown and you live on your area side of town, you're like, mm, we don't go to that side of town because that side of town's like dirty, bad things happen. You can find a lot of strip clubs there and there's definitely prostitution. So we don't, we don't go to that area of town. So we think, hmm, that doesn't pertain to us. I don't care how big your mansion is or isn't, you will have to deal with this kind of stuff that we're talking about, with this dirty ugliness of humanity. Because human traffickers do not care the color of your skin. They don't care where you live, nothing like that. So our kids could be going to school with an individual who's being trafficked, who could also be recruiting. We just think it's just at-risk youth and that couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, I employ someone and lo and behold, they were a victim as well. We think that no matter how far we remove ourselves from the wrong side of the tracks, that this will never come into our world. False. So why aren't we doing anything about it, right? I think the sooner people come to terms with that as society and realize that it is our problem, directly or indirectly, but it's our problem, then we're on our way to eradicating human trafficking as a whole. And Pornhub is a huge contributor. You can't be okay with that, right? You just can't. You can't be okay. And so they're they're hiding these videos. And um, so obviously they're getting flagged, right? But not getting flagged to report it. They're getting flagged. So they hide them. And they're in these like private files. So there's like a whole investigation with this. So this is nothing. I, I'm telling you, you could literally look it up. Um and so there are these private files. They put them in these private files. Like, so, oh, child, uh, she looks 12. Let's put it in that private file. A uh, three-year-old, let's put in that private file. Well, this private file, you think they would turn that over to law enforcement and say, here you go, do something about it because these children are being abused, right? Being raped, sexually assaulted, so on and so forth. No. They're keeping them within this like dark web within Pornhub for the pedophiles. That's what they're doing. So that should be a huge bomb that I just gave you of really of ammunition to help shut down Pornhub and hold their executives responsible. Who does that? That makes them just as sick as the pedophile. You are providing. So tell me that's not a trafficker. Tell me that's not a pimp because in my space, in my role of fighting human trafficking, that's exactly what we call. That's, that is totally all the check marks of a trafficker. You are providing. You are supplying. <laughs> You're supplying children online. And they're still walking around free. Now, the Canadian government, they are trying to do something. There was actually a, like a committee hearing a couple months ago, and I watched that and that we're going to talk about that because um, there were some things that popped up on there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how are they not breaking into their homes right now and arresting them? Um, so for today, okay, what I want to leave with you is... 
how are my how is MindGeek and all of their partners and affiliates? How are they not in prison, right? Just for starters, how are they not in prison? How would how are they not facing the same legal repercussions that you and I would be? Is it because they're millionaires and billionaires? Is it because they wear a thousand dollar suits? Is it because they own a yacht and we don't? Um, <laughs> is it because they do it digitally? Um, and so they're protected behind all these like tech giant rules that the others follow. Like, why are we protecting them? Because to me, as society, we're doing two things. We are contributing by consuming and then we're protecting them by doing nothing. So we're contributing and protecting. And we can't do that anymore. We just, we just can't do that anymore. And so what you don't know is what you don't know. But now you know pieces of what is going on with this conglomerate called Pornhub. And we need your help because these women and these children have been kicking and screaming and saying, hey, that is me. And I do not give you permission. I did not give permission to put that up there. And yet it is. And you're not doing anything to take it down. You're not doing anything to protect me. You're just collecting. So to me, that's sex trafficking. That's a sex trafficker, as well as there's some labor trafficking because those women didn't get paid. Not that it would make it better. That's totally not what I'm saying. But that's sex and labor trafficking all combined into one. So we're just getting started on this conversation about Pornhub. Um, we've been all trying to fight them for a really long time. And so the call to action for for today's episode for, well, 9 and 10, is go to traffickinghub.com, okay? Traffickinghub.com. They've done an amazing job. They're like my superheroes um, to bring all of this info to the light, you know, to the surface um, and let us know what is happening with Pornhub, like what is the real. And so there's a petition on there to... Um, to really shut down Pornhub and to make all of their executives accountable for enabling and profiting off of rape, sex trafficking, and exploiting children and women. So I implore you, because Pornhub is committing mass crime, mass crime. So go to traffickinghub.com, sign that petition. Like I said, we're just getting started on the episodes about Pornhub. We're going to have many, many conversations and break down all the, the specifics. So thanks so much for tuning in and we can't wait to see you in the next go around. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home on the web at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.